0: everyone i'm super excited to be with you today we have a very very special esteemed guest tonight and so what we're going to be talking about is the joy in giving and also the flip side of it um i want to before i bring her in ask you to like share subscribe follow all the things in all the places i think i can see all of your comments tonight so put in your comments and we'll respond live on air so Let's just jump right in. I am happy to invite Hope Harmon to Black Girl Joy. Hey everybody. So Hope, give us a little overview of what you do. We're talking about giving and I just wanna give people some context (laughs) <laughs> How much do you give?
1: <laughs> well, um, so I'm a county commissioner in Ben Hill County. I'm the only female county commissioner here. Um, And so when I got elected back in 2016, one of the things that I ran on was that I was going to be visible. I was going to be active and I was going to be engaged in the community. And so through that and through my campaign and through meeting my who are now people who are now my constituents out here, meeting voters and talking to them, I decided to create this nonprofit called Ape for Change Group. And so through my nonprofit, I mean, we do some of everything right now. We've um, been giving away backpacks since early June, um, with backpack school supplies. Um, We do, um, we're supportive to the Senior Citizen Center here. We've given stuff to them, go out to the senior living complexes, take food. Um, I don't think there's much we're not kind of in. Just, you know, just trying to be supportive in different ways. We just did um, some programs with the library this summer, um, which were all free to the public, free to the kids. And so we try to hit every group. So we try to hit something for um, the kids, something elderly, something family. You know, we just try to hit every group and make sure we're being really inclusive with the things that we do.
0: Yes. So I'm always seeing Hope's posts on Facebook about what she has going on. And just as a little history and context, I've known Hope almost all my life,
1: right? Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. So we went to school together. Um, yeah. So it's like a household name in Fitzgerald would be the Harmons and then probably the Butts. Like, Yeah. 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 It's, that's how it is. So let's dig in. So the first thing I want to ask you is kind of what made you, because I know like we've all been involved in the community, but recently, like just the stuff you've done, I want to say in the last, maybe five years, four or five years, right? It's grown. What led you to start giving and pouring back into the community?
1: Um, So, kind of, it's a lot, <laughs> but um, really it, it, it's a desire that I always had, and during the time I was going through uh, changing careers, and I was going through um, some different things with one of my children having a newly diagnosed illness and through all of that and you know kind of doing some research on different things in our area and realizing that we didn't have as many resources as I thought we had um I think sometimes when you're not in the place of need um for certain things you you never think about the flip side of that those people who do need those services Mm -hmm. and those people who do need things as simple as shampoo and things like that um, so I started kind of getting more involved by going to the city council meetings, going to the county commission meetings, decided I was going to run to be a county commissioner. And when I won, I decided one of the things I really want to do was connect with all of our local organizations. So I wanted to connect with communities and schools, connect with family connections, because I didn't want to go to them and say, hey, these are the things I need you to do now that I'm in office. No, I wanted to go to them and see how could I be a support to them? because we're all working together for the same goal to be supportive to our community to bring resources here. And so we kind of started going over the the different areas of need. And I'm like, okay, I can do that, but no problem. And so, and the more I started talking to people and the more I kind of, I was out in the community talking to people, the more things we did, the more needs came to us. And the more people started inboxing me and saying, these are some different things and so, from that it's just it's just grown um especially in the last two to three years when we started working with our casa for our region that that has really grown um and those are kids that are in foster care um <laughs> so we've we've been really supportive to that, so it's just i mean it started from just saying, "How can I help to so now? It's just like I feel like some days I'm everywhere doing some of everything <laughs> so but i I enjoy it. It, it really does bring me a level of joy um, to see um, those smiling faces or to hear those people say um, how much they appreciate and how much those things mean mm-hmm. to them. And I think that, once again, like I said, things that a lot of people take for granted, something mm-hmm. that really may seem small to us is major to someone else. Yeah. So, um, yeah.
0: So... You brought up so much there. there. So, so I'm gonna, I'm try, gonna try to remember. Am, I, Am echoing? I echoing?
1: No, you're not echoing to me. No. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, um I'm gonna try I'm to try... hit on a couple of things. So one of the <laughs> things you talked about was like not realizing what people need. And I think when we are surrounded, like we all kind of get in our bubble, right? And yeah. so I'm gonna give two different bubbles. Like my bubble was growing up was not I don't know how to put this. So I didn't have a lot of, let's say need, right. I didn't miss a lot of things I need. I definitely, we weren't rich by means, right. But I didn't have like, just, I didn't need a lot of stuff. And that was a blessing at the time you don't realize it. And I went through my own journey of like learning to process, like, pe- different people in different places, right? right? And so that, and it. I went on a real journey about, like, judgment and all this stuff. But right, right. putting that aside, so it's like this one bubble of I come up in a place where I don't I don't have the need for food or clothes or basic things, right? But then we have another bubble, which I think complicates it for us, is the bubble of growing up in a small rural city. And sometimes things seem normal, that when you leave, you, like, oh, no, 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 like, that's not normal, and that is a need, but the community may not even recognize it's a need because it's normal to us, so I don't know if any of that makes sense, but do you relate to it in a sense?
1: Um, yeah, I actually do, so I grew up um, until about the sixth grade, we lived in Sultana Homes, and then we lived in some other housing authority houses off of Ninth Street, and then I think in around middle school time is when I moved in with my grandparents. And so um, even then, though, growing up in Sultana, it wasn't, and it ne- it nothing seemed odd to me because we mm-hmm. always had food, we always had clothes, we always had, shelter. hey, we're, we, we're children, while over here having a good time, mm-hmm. and so one you know, so even then I didn't really see, you know, because I think um our parent, my, my mom did a really good job of shielding us from any type of struggle, it may have been mm-hmm. hard for her but she never let us see it be hard and then when yeah. I moved in with my grandparents so well, all of their children were adults and I was the only child, and I was the only um I was the oldest girl grandchild, so it was just like you know, it, it was nothing that I ever wanted even mm-hmm. more important, they didn't provide so once again there's a lot of things i just didn't see but my grandfather he was on the city council and then my grandmother working with defects um her you know she long career defects then moving into um the senior citizens i saw and heard things through them about mm-hmm. different things going on and it was kind of shocking to me because I had never seen those things before and I never experienced them. But I can always remember hearing them talk about different things. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, definitely growing up in church, um, they, they would talk about those different things. So I totally get what you're saying because you you kind of live in this bubble of not not really wanting for anything. And then you kind of see that that's just not, that's not the case for everyone. So what I try to really do is I don't try to... I go into every situation just not non-judgmental.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I hear you out. Um, I've had plenty of people contact me about different things. I'll hear you out. I'll listen to you. I'll try to be supportive in the ways that I can be. But, you know, I also know there's a certain line I can't cross because if, you know, we have the if defects to get involved in things mm-hmm. like that because I also have a good relationship with them. And so... um Yeah, I I do try to come from a place of non-judgment. And I know that, you know, even with um, some of the different things I've done, people have said, well, really, how many people really needed those backpacks and things like that? Well, I don't live with them. I don't know what their bank account looks like. Yeah. I know people who look, if we're judging by the outside, there's a lot of people that look like they have a lot of things, but they really don't. Yeah. (laughs) So... I try to always keep that in mind, that it's, it's not about what it looks like. If someone comes to me with a need, I'm gonna be supportive and help them in the ways that I can. Because honestly, all God called us to do was help. And what yeah, they yeah. do with that help, that's their business. That has nothing to do with me.
0: Whew, you, said you said a said- word. Because a lot of times you do, you try to give and people like, well, they, they this, what did they do with their money? And like I said, I've gone through my own journey of like I'll be honest, right? So I'm very transparent on here and I show lights of myself I probably shouldn't show, but I went through my own journey of like, well, why can't they get it? You know, why can't they get a why can't they get a better job? Like and these things and then as I learned about society and our history, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you were so ignorant. Like, like I was so freaking ignorant to what's going on and how different things impact different people. And there's so many layers to stuff. Yes. But as you try to give, it's kind of funny how people will encourage you not to, right? So you would expect, like, okay, I'm doing something yeah. good. And so there's this other struggle of it. That's like, people are like, why are you doing that? They don't need that. They should have saved their money. They could have just yeah, yeah. new
1: shoes. Yep. it happens and i'm just like i don't you know i'm like either you're gonna donate or you're not (laughs) Like, are you gonna donate or not are you gonna help or not okay if you're not that's fine somebody else will i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna have this conversation with you you know and that's it's, it's a you know it's a delicate balance but at the same time i'm just like it's just not my it's not my place to judge and i just try my best, but there are times and there are situations where people come to me for certain things and I do have to let community services handle it or mm-hmm. defect handle it or an outside organization handle it because we do have to ensure that this person there is an actual need there. Yes. There are certain things that I'm like, I just simply can't just do that because mm-hmm. I also believe in what you do for one, you have to do for another. So, um, you know, so there are certain things that I am going to make you, hey, Coastal Plains has this, Salvation Army, um, Family Connections, those those types of organizations go to them first because
0: I can't, we have to make sure there's an actual need there first. Mm -hmm. And so that brings up another good point when you say there's sometimes you're like, I can't do that, or you have to pass it along, is boundaries, right? And so when you said that, it brought up to me, um, me and my sisters went, we went to two Oprah shows, but I think it was the first one. And she talked about how when she first, like, became famous and got her big check how everybody was asking her for something like she would give and ask give 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 and she said something like i will never forget and i've taken it with me and she was like you can't give to everything so you find those areas that you really care about and you invest in that but you don't let others guilt you or pressure you into trying to do everything for everyone
1: I totally agree because you will kill yourself or you go broke. Honestly, trying—I mean, you will. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. it's a never-ending thing. That's why homeless shelters have the hardest time keeping utilities and things on. It's because you know it's it's a limit to everything, and it takes money to do these things. And that's another thing that a lot of people don't realize the amount of money it takes mm-hmm. um, to do things. And you do, you definitely have to have boundaries. So that's why I, you know, I sit down kind of at the beginning of the year. I plan out for six months, sit down and you know about right now, and we'll start planning out um, some things we're going to do for the rest of the year. But I, I, I know elderly people. And everybody said children, elderly people, and persons with um, special needs are my three main groups that I focus on. So, you know, I try to focus on things around that. And and with that the children comes the family. So Mm -hmm. those are the main groups I try to really hone in on and focus my um my projects on. And so we we kind of try to, you know, we try to work around those
0: things. Okay. The things I I
1: do I go to other people and say, hey, can I be supportive to you in this way?
0: That's, that's a good idea. So, how would you, if you were talking to someone who's like, I want to give, but I don't know how, I don't know where, and they're just like, I want to be helpful, I want to be useful, but like, where would you tell them to start?
1: Well, I would see what's going on. Who's already doing something in your community is the first thing you always have to look at. When I first decided to do backpack drives, I went to community, I know, I knew from working at the library that communities and schools for years had given away school supplies. And I didn't want to duplicate that service. We are a small community here, 16,000 people. No need for me to come in and try to duplicate something. They are doing well. If somebody's doing something well, I'm not going to, I don't try to come in and duplicate that thing. Mm -hmm. And so I went to them and said, hey, you know, this is what I'm thinking about doing. What do you think about it? Well, they weren't going to do school supplies anymore. They were just going to oh, donate wow. them directly to the schools instead of having their um, bigger event. And so they're supported to me in my backpack drive. So we partnered together to give away um, backpacks and school supplies to all the kids that attended summer school this summer. So and we are and I've just found ways to partner with people so that I'm not trying to do everything. And. Um, there's a couple other ideas I had to do. I wanted to do personal hygiene products for um, girls in elementary school. Well, they have a health program. Communities in schools was already helping with that. So hmm. all I had to do was come in, donate some things, we packed up the bags together, and that was another partnership. So it doesn't have to be, thing. you know, you can see what's already going on Reach out to the local organizations, even reach out to the school, see what's already going on and see how you can be supported to those people. Because I think a lot of times you see these larger organizations and we're like, oh, I just donate to them. But it's just small hometown organizations that don't have the funding. We, know we don't get a whole lot of grants. Um, I get out here and raise all the money um, for my um, events. And I tell people that mm-hmm. all the time, I'm like, I don't use any county money for my events. A lot of people yeah. think that I get a budget from the county or something. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't use county money for my events. I um, do sponsorship letters. I ask people in the community to donate and people have just been really, really supportive of things I've done and have in the amounts just have increased every year. And so we, we've just been able to consistently do the things that we wanted to do.
0: That is, I mean, that's awesome. And I think it's great to say start, start at your local organizations because that's true. And a lot of the big organizations that s- sometimes do a lot of good work, but a lot of it goes to overhead because they have a huge CEO and yes. they have all of the staff and marketing and all of this stuff. So I think the bigger impact is the, you know, the smart smaller local organizations. Um and then just one thing I'll put out there that I do like it doesn't always have to be big, right? So right. for me, I have a thing with moms, right? So I did a single mom's group for years. It's kind of still running. We we'll figure that out. but um, so I would do like a small school supply drive and people would it was big one year I was like that's way too much (laughs) Um, but I would do a small school supply drive or even for me like you go to Target you buy three Tides they give you a five dollar gift card if a mom is sitting on the corner with her child and they ask for money I just keep those gift cards and I just hand them out the window I just keep them and I hand them out the window it's something really small But for that person sitting on the side of the road, which again, people will say you don't know if they got money or not. I don't. I just pray here. I hope it helps. If you sitting on the road, then you you need something because it's hot. It's in Georgia, Um, so like even small things like that that people may not think about is helpful. It is. Right.
1: It's very impactful. I mean, small things like that. Whenever I see somebody sitting on the side of the road with a sign, I'm like, do you need some food? I'll give. I'll go, I might not give you any cash, but I'll go buy you a meal if you're hungry. Mm-hmm. And something like that can mean more to them a, sm- a meal than anything. So it's just, and it's also, you know, I'm really being on prayer and I always ask God to guide me and mm-hmm. to show me the true intentions of people and, and, and things like that as well. So whenever God places something on my heart to do, I'm going to mm-hmm. do it because at the end of the day it's not about that person it's about obe- being obedient to the will of God and what he placed on my heart mm-hmm. to do it. and so I think that's another thing that people have to remember if God placed it on your heart to do to give that person that give it to him and be done
0: with it yeah so as you as you start like looking at all the stuff you do and planning I think for me is like how do you balance because I will completely overcommit. <laughs> and stretch myself like to the like, shh, like, I don't even know how to describe it. It gets so bad sometimes that the like the joy you get from giving is almost like a high sometimes, right? And you yes. get that compliment that you know is meaningful and you're like, ooh, that feels good. Let me go find something else to do. Ooh, yeah. that feels good. Or, or you see someone like benefit from it, okay. even if they don't know it's from you. And you're like, ooh, that feels good. So it's almost like a high, but then sometimes it becomes, you just yeah. like running, 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 giving, giving, giving. And once you're known to be the person who's giving, 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 yep. you get more and more opportunities to give, 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 give. And we talked about running out and Grace put, you can't pour. From an empty cup in the comments, but how do you navigate the exhaustion that can come from I don't want to say overgiving, but like giving until it's gone?
1: Well, I've I've had to learn over the years that I can't do everything. I just simply cannot. There's some things I just cannot do. Um, I have these grandiose ideas and I have mm-hmm. I'm great, um, thankful. To have just some great people around me and i go i start going into these you know grandiose ideas about these things i'm gonna do and they're like oh wait wait <laughs> like slow down breathe <laughs> mm-hmm. how did you say you were gonna do this thing when did you say you were gonna do it don't you have something else to do around that same time and um so i have learned to be able to pull back and mm-hmm. utilize those other organizations and mm-hmm. I know that um when I partner with communities and schools or family connections or monetary rich program I know that those things are going to the right place and the right people that I'm already targeting so I don't have to be the one to to um actually go you know I don't have to be the one to be there, do everything. No, here you go. This is it, (laughs) you know? And so it's just, it's just knowing, um, I've I've learned to know my limits and I've learned to allow people to be honest with me. And if they tell me that that's not a good idea to know they're saying that out of love and not to be offended (laughs) because, you know, because uh, people can be easily offended. When you think you you have a grand idea and somebody says no, oh, I know. you know, nice to you me. be offended. <laughs> <laughs> but I've learned to not be offended. I've learned to take it like these people love me and these people mm-hmm. care about me and these people want to see me do well. So if they say, no, Hope, I don't think that's a good idea right now, I'm going to go back to the drawing board and think about something else and think about doing it in a different way.
0: So you spoke a word, and I'm going to speak, on, speak this on this almost, this almost every, every episode, episode is, is in order it for you to be able to accept that feedback, you got to know that person's coming from the right place, which means you have cool. to have the right people around you. So how have you found that the people around you impact your capacity to give?
1: Um, so uh, most of the people around me are my family. Are people I consider my family that I'm mm-hmm. known forever <laughs> at this point, but I, you know, I pray often that God puts, positions me in the right place to be in the right people to be there, and you know, just some people I've met in the last couple of years as well have become like family where they can be honest with me, and I and I'm not going to be offended because mm-hmm. I need that level of honesty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and I also pray to God to reveal to me. If there's anybody around me that shouldn't be around me, and to let me be able to let that go because I have a hard time letting go of friendships, and that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but, um, but definitely, um, I- I'm thankful for my family because my mom and my aunts. If probably if you see me doing something, that's who's going to be there is my aunts m- most of the time. My aunts, my cousins, people who are related to me. Um, And I always know they're coming from a pure place. And I always know that they only have my best intentions at heart. You know, they only want the best mm-hmm. for me. So if they come and say something to me about something, that they're coming from a a genuine place of love. Mm-hmm. Here.
0: No, that's that is awesome because. Yeah, I'll be like, what? Why they don't like my dude? I'll be crying at night, I'll be up all night.
1: <laughs> why they don't I, like mine? Get, I get offended now. Don't get me wrong, I get I'm like, What? The Lord placed that on my heart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't understand it. You don't understand it, because yeah, he tell you, you didn't get yeah, it. <laughs>
1: the word didn't come to you. It came to me, but then I didn't think about it. And the Lord like like, uh, didn't you ask? <laughs> You want to be out there by yourself giving out them plates?
0: Look, <laughs> like,
1: like, oh, never no, mind. I mean, what I on MLK this past year, um, weekend you know, we did 200 plates, oh, and geez. I was like, you know, I can't be in visiting plates by myself, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and look, I'm sorry, I got that plug in my laptop, but um, uh, I had gotten this grandiose idea, that I was gonna cook all this
0: food, you were gonna cook it. I
1: was gonna get somebody
0: to help me cook it, Ma'am.
1: and I said, "Who? <laughs> who? Who, who are you cook out this food? It's the a whole food. restaurant? We're gonna like cook maybe two hundred plates. We're gonna get somebody to cook the chicken, and then we can make um you know the baked beans and stuff ourselves. We can do this." They said hope oh, sam's club sells potato salad in the tub for five dollars i mm-hmm. suggest you go there and, get, and get you better um look at the service do your calculations and go up there and get that pre-made potato salad and baked beans and we're gonna put them on the plate they did help me plate it but nobody was gonna cook
0: no <laughs> no like grace like said who, who?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was in my it was in my mind that they were gonna cook this food, not me, but them.
0: <laughs> wait, you had wait, you didn't think you were gonna cook the food?
1: Not, no, gone. no, I had already signed. up supposed to do stuff, and they were like, "Ooh, we're not oh. cooking that." So, it, but it's just stuff like that that they're just like, "No, there's an easier way." I mean, mm-hmm. was the easiest way was going to Sam's Club, getting the potato salad that was already made. They have great be- baked beans that are already made. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got a couple of cases of chicken. Mr. Mail Smith cooked all my chicken for me, and all we had to do was plate it.
0: Yeah. The best idea in the world. Didn't come to me like that though, when I thought about it. <laughs> so isn't <so> it funny <laughs> how you know, when you're wait, trying to do something or you're trying to like give or whatever it is that's gonna bring light and life into the world, that what you need comes to you. So even though you thought like I'm going to find some, No, they're going to cook. That didn't come to you because that <laughs> one going to work. That one going to work out. Well, anyway, that was just too much, right? <laughs> it was going to be like, they were going to try to keep up, and then you're going to run out of food. It's just going to be like, right. boy, they ain't going to never volunteer again. You're going to wear them out. <laughs> one or the other. And so it's funny how like what you need comes to you when you need it, right? When you're right. on this path of purpose, like what you need. So the people come to you, the supplies the resources and you're like I don't know how this just happened but it happened.
1: Yeah. That happens often, like every time. Cause I'm kind of like, I have no I always I'm like, I have no idea how I'm gonna do this. And it's always like, well, in the end, when it works out, I'm like, well God, you made it work. Cause I, I know I didn't do it on my own. There's nothing that I do on my own. I always know that as long as you're walking in purpose and as long as you have pure intentions. Mm -hmm. that it's always going to work out in the end then it's not and i've also learned it is not about the number either that we get too caught up in numbers that Mm -hmm. oh my gosh you know i want to give away 500 this or 700 that but what if god is content with 100 yeah you know like i don't have to give away 500 maybe i can only do 100 but am i doing it from a pure pure place And do I have good intentions? And I did. And so, and if all I can do is 100 this time, that's all we're gonna do. And so I've learned not to be so focused on numbers either and not be so numbers driven, but just Mm -hmm. getting the people who are in need at that time, what they need. And that's the main thing.
0: That is amazing. So I only reserved 30 minutes of your time and it went by super, super fast. So I'm gonna give you the last word on how your giving has impacted your joy.
1: Well, um, growing up, my grandfather always taught us that we are supposed to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And so, through my giving and through being a county commissioner, and through doing all the work that I've done, I feel like that I have been walking in purpose on purpose. I feel like God placed me in this role for a reason and it is to help people here. And it was to make a real impact. And so my joy comes from seeing those smiling faces of those children, knocking on those doors and giving out those plates and talking to our elderly citizens. And just knowing that every day I wake up, I'm waking up on purpose to do something great, no matter if it's small, but great for somebody here in our community. And that brings me joy.
0: That is amazing. So I am. I put it in the comments, but I'm gonna put up as well where to follow Hope Harmon. Tell us what you have going on right now that you need our help with.
1: Well, I'm doing. The, um, I'm gonna be doing some backpack giveaways. We're still on the move with that. So any kind of donation would be super helpful. I have PayPal, Cash App, all those great things. But it's, everything is on my. Facebook page. There's a flyer on there. And then we'll be um, moving up to October. We're going to do a fall festival, and every child that comes is going to be able to get a free Halloween costume. So I'm really excited about that as well.
0: That's (laughs) awesome and creative and out of the box, right? You've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. That is amazing. So Black Girl Joy slash Active Potential Coaching slash everything Rizal does, right? We're going to be making a donation to the book um book bag drive so Thank i'll you. get that over to you make sure what is your cash app if you can yell uh, it out so
1: my cash app is cat, dollar sign hopeful sharon and so um like i said it's on the flyer it is definitely on the flyer and my paypal is just hopeharmon at
0: hotmail.com for the email all right well thanks everyone for joining us this is a great time i love sharing your comments i figured out how to make them work Yes, we learn something new every time. Um, Remember to subscribe, like, follow, share, subscribe, comment, whatever you need to do, save. I don't know, do it on every Black Girl Joy page. So that's Spotify, Apple, Google, I'm reading the thing, YouTube, (laughs) Um, you can also follow me on LinkedIn if you would like. So thank you so much. And thank you, huge thank you to you, Hope, for coming and we will see you guys next week in his birthday behavior because it's my birthday all right (laughs) Bye. bye